heart, I saw once and for all how to break the curse of lack off of God's people and humanity. Once again, my phone number is 214-620-Sisabasoto-Bakanda-Basaba-Baba-Baba-Sababa-Koho-Masamanda-Bakosoto. I'm trying to speak in English. Maharishi's primary thrust is the marketing of his city yoga, which is designed to develop psychic powers such as levitation. These courses, like most guru programs, cost thousands of dollars. Rob was able to finance his advanced training through government student loans, totaling $6,000. During these uh, sessions, it's a very strange environment. People speak in tongues, they yell and they scream, they talk in foreign languages. It's like a madhouse, and it's real... Rajneesh is one of India's most controversial gurus, largely because of his endorsement of shocking sexual practices as a prerequisite for salvation. I want to cause you to know that you are what Jesus was. Jesus said that every human being was a god. That is a word that you are God. I'm a god and I'm going to stay a god until you recognize that you're a god and when you recognize you're a god, you are god. But until I see all of you knowing who you are, I'm going to be very much what I am. God almighty god. Spawned by the devil to try and bring dissension within the body of Christ. I am a little god. Yes. <laughs> He was not a little like God. He was not almost like God. He was not um fire. Oh, the fire's warm, man. Sit right here. Dude. You don't want to next to the fire? You don't want to hear the fire in them? Ready? There are those who call me Kentucky Sam. Disguise your voice a bit. There are, there are those who call me Kentucky Sam. Not really sure why they call me Kentucky Sam because I'm not from Kentucky. My name's not Sam. In fact, I'm still trying to figure out who I am, but for damn sure, I ain't no Kentucky Sam. You want a bud, man? I'm good. Thank you, though. Um, okay. It's a good fire we got here. Where are you from? Minot, North Dakota. Minot, huh? Minot State. Josh Duhamel went there. 
played quarterback, I think. Now, I know there was a guy from my town that his name was Mike. They called him My Not Mike. Were there any other people from My Not Name Mike, or was he the only one? Oh, the only one I know of. Yeah. Hmm. I was wondering if I could borrow some of your hot dog. I don't eat hot dogs. What's that you got in your hand there? I want to borrow some of it. Well, I offered you a bud. It's a Budweiser, man. Oh, that looked like a hot dog to me. Oh, no, it's a can of, a can of beer. Well, someone better give me a hot dog. Otherwise, I think I'll starve tonight. Well, I don't have anything for you. I ain't got nothing to get you either, but I ain't got nothing for you. Are you that man who stands on the corner and grabs his pubes? I'm sorry, what? I said, are you the guy who stands on the corner and demands cubes? Well, I think I heard you the first time and still say what? Are you the man who looks like the Listen, guy I don't from need the you Three to be funny. Stooge, the Three Stooge? Why? I don't even like the Three Stooges, man. Oh, well, fair enough then. Oh, so I don't even know. Yeah, I was trying to make small talk. Minot, North Dakota. Who's from Minot, North Dakota? Gotcha. Hmm. All right. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm you have one a good from night. Minot. You have a good night, sir. Yeah. Good night. Well, how are you doing there? Well, what's your name? Must be Burping Bill. Your name tag says Bill, and he just burped. Oh, I need another another beer. You okay? You got a beer? You look like you're on the clock, Bill, with that name tag, and here you are all drunk. I'm off from work. I ain't got to work right now. Do you have a beer, or don't you? This is just a campfire. Oh, I, I ain't it. got nothing. Is that a hot dog in your hand? It's a can of beer. It's empty. Oh. Someone has a hot dog for me, I know it. Is it you? I don't like hot dogs. Who likes hot dogs? Alright. Have a good night, sir. Yeah, you too. Hey, man, you got any beer? I know. How about you? Hey, you guys got any beer? You fellas can come over here and warm up if you want to. Got my warm campfire here. Oh, thank you, thank you. That's oh, that's a great fire you got going there. You cooking? Roasting marshmallows? Oh, it looks like a hot dog you have in your hand there, sir. No, I don't have anything in my hands at all. Well, those are hot dog more. fingers. Hot dog fingers. I'm not sure what that means. Your hands look like you have just big hot dogs extending from big coats of ham. Hey, man, this guy seems kind of kind of weird. Seems kind of weird to you? Yeah, man. He seems kind of like a... All right, well, have a good night. Bring me the hot dogs next time you come back. Yeah, we will. Otherwise, don't come back. Yeah, man, we will. Excuse me, miss. Uh, is that a hot dog in your hand? I'm sorry, no, I don't have a hot dog. Wow, that woman made my heart melt. More so than this campfire is melting my vinyl pants. They told me not to wear vinyl pants in front of the fire, and I didn't listen. Who the hell wears vinyl pants? Well, hi, sir. 
<clears throat> How do you do? Oh, I'm doing all right. What's the hot dog forecast for tonight? I'm sorry? What does that mean? What's the, what's the hot dog forecast? What is the hot dog forecast? Um, oh, I, you're supposed to just kind of know what that means, not really question me. Uh, I see I have offended you, sir. Let's forget about it. I'm not offended. Something we used to talk it. about in Minot, North Dakota, all right? The hot dog forecast. Everybody knew what that meant. Oh, well, I'm, I'm not familiar with that term. Well, never mind. Never mind, sir. Never mind. I don't have to elaborate because uh, it's kind of an inside joke anyway. Is that a hot dog you got in your hand? Um, no, my hands are in my pocket. That's my hot dog. You pulling hot dogs hand. out? Is that a hot dog? No, no, sir. All right. Well, you have a good night then. Yeah, you too. I just come to say love you. Yeah, I don't think a man can sing. Stevie Wonder. That sounds like he's singing to another man. Are you talking to me, young man? Because oh. I'm the only other person around I didn't this even campfire. See you over there, man. I was just talking to myself. How yeah, are this you campfire seems to attract a lot of people who like to talk to themselves. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought, well, I had... Some guy was just over here just a minute ago talking to himself about how he wanted to find a hot dog. Really? Yeah, are you maybe the person who can help him out? You got a hot dog? Don't know where to find a hot dog. Well, what is a campfire without a hot dog? Well, I think it's just a fire. Just a fire. Who no heart here. No heart here. Anyway. Where's the hot dog? Who eats hot dogs these days, anyway? Meat. Someone just bring me one. Someone brought me one Meat? yesterday. Meat eats hot dogs. I bring I bring hot dogs to people. Someone brought me a hot dog yesterday. Well, I'm the hot dog right now. Sounds like you're hungry. A little bit. Not even, eh, no, actually not at all. I just want to see a hot dog get cooked. Okay. You got a hot dog in your pocket there, sir? Uh, no, that's not a hot dog. Do you want to see what it is? Oh my God, you put that away. This man just showed me his penis. Oh my God. You know, I know what you guys are up to. And that's not at all what I was getting at, all right? I know you guys use that as code word. But I was being serious. I want a literal hot dog, not your hot dog, sir. Perverts. Perverts. Totally muck up my, my time asking others for hot dogs. and make me feel like a, like a freak. Well, I assume you want to enjoy this campfire next to me. I mean, you did come and stand next to me. It looks like a nice fire. I thought I'd get one bite. Got any cigarettes? If you got hot dogs, I got cigarettes. Sorry, right. I don't have any hot dogs. Well, then get away from my fire. This is, this is your fire. I'm the one who built it, and nobody has brought any hot dogs. Not so much as a marshmallow. But I don't want no marshmallows. I, I want hot dogs. Hot dog. I want hot dogs. Do you have a cigarette I can borrow? Borrow? What are you going to do? Hack it up for me and give it back to me later? You want, do you have a cigarette, man? I don't. I smoke hot dogs. Uh, you have a nice day. 
or night or whatever. Uh-huh. I smoke hot dogs, not cigarettes. Somebody bring me some hot dogs. I don't know where this sketch is going. <laughs> Hey guys, help me carry this weight yeah. set home. I ain't gonna drag this thing by myself. Come on, Are you get. Seriously carrying that home right now? You guys could. You want that? Seriously, I thought you were joking. In scrap metal, it's not worth much. In fact, no, I mean it, I just it's, say it's pretty. I thought you were joking. Do you really want it? How heavy would it be to drag home? Oh, for scrap metal, it's not worth it. If you want it for something, then yeah. Look at this thing. It's rusted and decaying. and. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't, but... Ah, oh, forget it. Yeah, let's go. I don't know. Do you need to build a frame for something heavy? No. I mean, you can use that tube stuff. For... No, do I, look, I, do I, I seem like the kind of guy who builds guy. frames? I used to pick up everything. I don't build frames. I used to pick up everything. I was like, I'm gonna build everything. Swiss Family Robinson all the way. I would love to be able to do that without it looking completely trashy. I would say here in Oregon, it kind of doesn't matter, right? Materials that you don't That's need. true. I mean, if you want to look like you're from Albany. Which you accuse me of looking like I'm from Albany. Dude, you're wearing what, a what red, you uh, you're wearing, listen, what you're, are you trying to you're say? wearing a green are you bandana talking about me? underneath <laughs> a black, White Sox hat. Like, why are you wearing a bandana under a hat? What's because it's a that? sweat catcher. It doesn't matter. I'm, no, I don't want to. I don't want to stink up my hats. Albanian. Have the hat smelling like scalp. How's it going? I mean, come on, give me a break. I don't look like I'm from Albany. Yeah, you do, but that's okay. It's okay. I just want to know. Nothing wrong with that. So do I. Are you from Albany? Yeah. John, yeah. born and raised. Red corduroy maroon pants. That's right, and matching socks. And, uh, and my jacket matches my shoes. North Face Fleece. Who are you supposed to be? I'm, I'm being who I want to be, man. That's who you're being, man. All right. Yeah! Where, where are you from again, Missouri? Tennessee, man. Uh, Memphis? I went to school in Memphis, went to college in Memphis. Oh, Mount. Memphis. That just sounds like a, such a depressing Mount. place. It, it, it is, actually. It's cocaine-infused. It's kind of, yeah, it's kind of <laughs> depressing. <laughs> Honestly, like, think that the population like, is just so, like... You know, economically depressed, that like their lives are pretty shitty. Well, yeah, there's just some places that sound depressing, like Hoboken, New Jersey. It sounds like such a depressing place, and I've, I've never even been to New Jersey, period. What but... about Shamokin, Pennsylvania? Uh, you know, Pennsylvania seems like it would <laughs> be a, a mixed bag. Place? I'll tell you what, a lot of great art or artists have come out of Pennsylvania. Tim and Eric, Len Sella of Moron Movies, and there's also this web series, Pittsburgh Dad, uh, Ween. I mean, Pennsylvania, Ween is, is from New Hope, Pennsylvania. It's a breeding ground of really interesting art. So I'll not have anything negative to say about Pennsylvania, especially considering I've never been there. But a place like Hoboken, New Jersey just sounds really depressing. You're like, I don't know anything about New Jersey, but it sucks. <laughs> I don't know anything about Pennsylvania either, but that sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't have a double standard. <laughs> Pennsylvania is awesome. Because I know five cool things from there. Yeah. But New Jersey can suck it. And and Philadelphia sports fans are are wonderfully wonderfully cultured people. 
Let me tell you. Oh, sports fans, period, are just such wonderfully cultured people. Hey, are you talking Especially to the, uh, the football fans we have out this away. Oh, Talk about culture. Wait, we don't have football fans out there. Yes, we do. People don't understand football, football out here well enough to, like, to like. What do you mean people fans? don't understand football well enough? Look, we have football fans, but you know, I'm still what recording. Was your question? I'm still recording. It wasn't really even a question or even much of a statement to be just more more. Be of we got a lot of shit to say, even though we're not from here. <laughs> yeah, well, John especially. I mean, what about me? Mr. Know It All here. I do know quite a bit. Shemokin, the, the <laughs> story behind Shemokin is that my mom and her family like were going on a you know family trip up to the northeast from East Tennessee. Her dad was very fond, my grandfather was very fond of making up stories. At one point he's making up a story about how Shemokin got its name and I don't recall the story exactly at this point, but the gist is that now any story that is is told in our family that's complete bullshit. Um, and is only really kind of revealed to be bullshit at the very end of the story with like kind of the punchline of the this account of like how some place got its name or you know what uh, uh, the origins of say yogurt are or something like that um, is now referred to specifically as shamokin. That is a like the term for bullshit story. It's a bullshit story. All right. Are you leaving? Oh man. This is no way to end our walk in the forest, guys. Are you, are you guys both leaving? I got a jet, man. I just want to touch his vehicle. John's little crumple can of a car. 30, 30, 34 to 30 this thing. Listen down. to it. Go ahead and open that again for my audio recorder. Boy. Good luck. Don't ever get into an accident in this thing. Whatever. Thank this thing is the fucking safest thing ever. <laughs> Loving this. I'm not even joking. Like, this is what... This was like... Shit was right. I know you gotta leave, but I gotta... John's go. Honda. This is how what year... What, what, what model is this, John? Uh, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not gonna do nothing. 83 Honda Civic. 1500 DX. How many miles you got you don't on have it? a key. Even. 100, 171 and a half. 1,000. No, don't... It won't work. It won't work. You gotta turn on the main power. Here? Uh, no. The other main switch there. Here? Where's the flex capacitor? That's in the back. Alright. Okay. You got the clutch. I'm, you got I'm, it I'm golden. Okay. And push the starter just a little bit. Hold, hold it. You gotta hold it. Cash to clunkers. <laughs> clunkers to cash. Clunkers to cash. Alright. Whatever the hell it is. I do like your car, but John, you 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 would need to do a mechanical overhaul on this thing before painting it. Because I know your plan is to... After that, you have to flip off the lights for some reason. It needs those on. Really? Like the parking lights or whatever? Or it won't run? Or it won't run. It won't stay on. All right, man. Like for about 10 minutes, the first time I started out for the day, and then after that, I've got to like... What What year is it? 83. It's like, oh, the, it's it's the, like last, the same year I was born. Yeah, it's the last year of the second generation, so it was like 79 to Good walk in the woods, guys. Good walk in the yeah. woods. You saw that. Let me know.
he andado en malos pasos malos pasos I've been walking in bad circles. La luna y las estrellas están distante. The sun up in the sky is so bright. Como quisiera caminar sobre la luna. Si las estrellas me sonríen, la luna me sonríe. I wish I could walk on the moon. Do the stars twinkle because there's someone trying to talk to me? The man in the moon smiles at me. My town, mi pueblo, mi piedras negras. My mother, madre, esterilizada. I've been walking in bad circles. He andado en malos pasos. Bad circles. Piedras negras. Dado en malos pasos. Yes, sir, you need a taxi. I just got one for the lady. Oh, but, but the thing is, uh, my son, he already saddled up the rickshaw. He took his shoes off. He's ready to give you a ride. I just got one. Yes, but my son is already running barefoot in the street, running, I'm running. Good. I'm good. I oh. just got one. You must understand, my son. My son has been whipped. He's ready to give you a ride. We will compete. We will compete uh, no matter and how long. We will compete. We will show you how serious we are. Uh, yeah. Don't abandon me, my hey, friend. You don't need a cab too? 
Okay, I'm sorry. Hey, let me call you back. You ain't gonna call me back. Don't you lie to me. Hello, sir. We are aware that you have recently made a call for a taxi service in Corvallis, Oregon. And we are wondering, how was your experience? Press 1 if it was wonderful. Press 2 if it was okay. Press 3 if it was horrible. Uh, you see, if you were, if you were choking to death, no one would know because you, you're not expressing it. You know. All right, man. I've had enough of this. Good night. existence is not guaranteed how could it be sustainable what's the earth going to look like in 50 years or 100 years I feel like there's so much potential and it's been squandered and it's very easy to squander it <clears throat> Just look at the way that things have been evolving or devolving and God, 
Can't get away from these fucking cars. Find a dead chicken. Yeah. Well, I hope not, but I might. Okay. What do you think, little buddy? What do you think? Hi, Solomon. thoughts my little baby all right hope I'm not coming out to find a dead chicken hello birds how are you doing come here egg lock chicken come here come on I'm trying to help you don't run away from me come on here I am chasing this chicken who's egg locked as far as I know. Well, I'm going to check the egg boxes. Because when a chicken is egg locked, it can get pretty ugly. Oh, and look at the broody hen. Hen that wants to sit on the eggs. this cage get into the broody cage they get into this mode where they just want to sit on the eggs even if the eggs aren't fertile and if you're wanting to hatch eggs naturally I mean that's a great process to have but hens get naturally broody without needing to, especially when you're just trying to get as much as you can for egg laying. You don't want broody hens. You birds sound very hungry. You guys want some food? All right, gotta feed these hens. They're all standing very motionless and so they're not starving just yet, but I get them fed. I'm going to dump it in a line so that they can just come here and in communistic fashion 
everyone gets the same amount. It's equal. It's a long line. We got at least say 20 feet here. All these hens are happy now. No one's being bullied out. Trees all around this neighborhood. It's a beautiful thing. You can see my neighbor down there cutting his grass. I want to look for some eggs that might be really discolored due to my egg. Well, hello there. Hey. No. Hey. Hey. for some eggs that might be discolored. Hope my egg lock chickens not egg locked anymore. Imagine having some big egg that you can't push out of your ass if you laid eggs. Oh nice, a broken egg inside. Why are they laying in this box over here? Don't let anybody tell you that owning chickens is easy. I've read articles that say they're the easiest pet to own. Just put them in their coop and let them go. No. And if you're going to own chickens, say own enough to make it worth your time to where they're laying eggs that you can sell. It makes no sense to, uh, if you, let's say you have a family of four, like I do. You probably want at least eight hens to lay a regular supply of eggs for yourself and the occasional gift for the neighbors or whatever. But I say if you're going to take the time and use your space for that, have your chickens make money for you. I don't make a lot. It's not my only income, obviously. But I get a decent amount of eggs. Good eggs. Really good eggs. Dark yellow yolks. Owning chickens is very rewarding. Good to own them for your own food supply and and beyond. It's a windy front coming in here from the west. As I stand here looking toward the western sky, the sun's starting to set. Here in Corvallis, Oregon. I will acknowledge it's been an early spring as I record this in late March of 2015. It's unbelievable how early spring came this year. No snow. No, not much of a winter at all. I mean, there was some in December and January, but no, not much of a winter at all. It'll be interesting to see how this new climate pans out. But... I'm going to continue to keep chickens, I know that. They're, they're too much a part of my routine to, to let go. Backyard chickens, I own about, I don't have an exact count right now, but between 25 and 30, I think is a safe estimate. Many different varieties. They lay awesome eggs. Been doing this now for about seven years. And I love it urban homesteading. It's a small degree. I don't garden anymore because they pretty much tear up the garden. They're profitable. They're pleasant. They're 
they're pure yes, in their own way. I'm going to collect the eggs. I'm going to sign off here. Take care. in New Jersey. Just the name. It sounds so dirty. Sounds like a place in such a sad shape that the only real goal for anyone would be to escape. I don't want its burdens. I don't want its drama. Don't want their opinion, right or wrong, on Obama. I just want to stay far away from New Jersey. Suburban hell. Too many people. Jersey Shore. You've assured me. You people would hurt me, so let me assert to thee. It sounds so dirty. Hoboken, New Jersey. I just can't picture living in Hoboken, New Jersey. Don't want to live in Glendale, California. Even though that's the city that born ya? No. I don't want high crime, high population, high prices. I don't need a big city to fulfill all my vices. Glendale, or anywhere in this state, feels like a place I'd ultimately hate. Well, maybe not the northern half, like San Francisco, or maybe north of that. Though California, as a whole, is realistically terribly dull. Don't want to live in Ord, Nebraska. It seems like the kind of town where people would ask you, Are you gay? Where do you go to church? How about them Huskers? I'll take Alaska. Just get me away from the idea of Ord, Nebraska. Don't want to live in Pierce, Oklahoma. Seems like a town where you'd go into a coma. Spent one night there, which was more than enough. Living there and not being suicidal? Now that would be tough. Streets, houses, churches, yep. Looks like any town USA, except something especially sad fills the air. Something hopeless, something dead and full of despair. Give me a city like Boulder or Sedona. I'd consider them any day over Pierce, Oklahoma. 
don't want to live in Port Townsend, W.A. I gave it a chance. I was there for four days. This Washington town seemed intriguing from afar, but as I spent time there, saw things for what they are, it held no magic or any real draw. I wasn't on fire for much of anything I saw. It wasn't exactly bad. It seemed almost okay. But I don't care to live in Port Townsend, W.A. don't want to live in any part of Indiana, and screw New York City, L.A., and Atlanta. While I'm sure they have differences, they're ultimately the same. Same kind of strip malls, traffic and stress. Sounds pretty lame. Work extra hours to pay too high of rent in cities where crime rates are at an alarming percent. Now, I'm no country bumpkin, but this much I know. City life moves too fast, and I want to take it slow. I spent a lifetime in a hurry and subtracting years. Years from my life and building up tears. I want to retire and escape the rat race. I want to be mindful of my sense of place. Now, while Corvallis ain't perfect, I live day by day in a geographic location where I think I want to stay. don't want to live in most of America. I'm sick of the monoculture, sick of the generica. Our national political scene is nothing but a joke. They're owned by two rich brothers whose last name is Coke. And while it would seem the right thing to work, to pull your weight, really, you may as well just go home and masturbate. Because while you work, you sweat and slowly die in your toil, you're subsidizing the likes of factory farms and big oil. Just Google corporate welfare if you want to learn just how much the real leeches suck off what you earn. While the right-wing-owned media will tell you otherwise, have you not learned to ignore their bullshit lies? The dream's just about over. America is in shambles. While a once-engaged public, our brains are now a scramble. The greedy 1% is having its way, while both corporate parties are having their say. They keep you distracted. They keep you believing that God-given freedom is what you're receiving. But we all live in a prison, be it big or small. Even if you're not locked up in a room with padded walls, I mean, sure, you might get a chance to get out and roam. But think about your monthly bills, your car, your home. These all keep you tied. They keep you in line. The more you consider, the more you will find. You're not free. You're a slave to something. Your work, your family, booze, drugs, or humping. Or maybe religion is your chosen vice. That's just a slightly different prison than addiction to coke, smack, or ice. I offer no answers, don't know about solutions. But what I acknowledge is this grand delusion. 
Why put ourselves in boxes and give in to exclusion? Why not embrace our differences and find that infusion? Well, I'm done. Hope this didn't create too much confusion. I don't want to go on creating the illusion that I'm some type of poet. Spirit of the Forest was produced, edited, and recorded by Dan Crawl. A notable mention is in order for the voices on this episode, which include Solomon Crawl, John Knight, Matt Burris, Dan Crawl, the unknown caller from Texas who appeared on voicemail, and various unknown voices pulled from religious propaganda videos posted on YouTube. A special thanks goes out to Joan Schumann for her piece, Walking, which is part of the larger work, Travels in Stasis. Much appreciation is offered to the music project, Raison d'Etre, and to Dan Crawl and Chris Fox for their musical contributions. I'm Thelmer Deramus. Until next time, so long. This concludes this CD-ROM presentation. Please eject the disk and shut down your computer.